0: Hello there everybody and welcome back to another podcast from the Sparkles and Rhinestones pageant podcast. I am your host Hannah Golding. I am the host, the founder of Sparkles and Rhinestones. I do the podcasts. I'm the author of the handbook. Uh, basically I'm here, there and everywhere. That's what I do. <laughs> it's just a little old me and that is why you haven't had an episode for a really long time. Um, I thought I had control over everything um but my personal life is has in a little bit in the way um as you know as well I am always completely transparent I always feel that to be in the pageant world I don't want to feel that I'm putting on a front or it's the same as some people will be glam 100% of the time and I want to show you you know the real side pageant queens are real human beings and well that's why I have my podcast as well for my pageantry side of Queen Chats because, you know, it's showing that there is more to pageantry than just, you know, the crown, the sash, and the makeup. So much so. Um, <laughs> but let's not get too much into it, yeah. Um, I have been suffering with my mental health and trying to um, just schedule in my time, you know. It's been such a whirlwind of, of pageant events. Um, we started... We hit the ground running with all of them. Honestly, I'm so happy that pageants are back. We've had more queens crowned. I've had more clients crowned, which is incredible. I'm so happy for them. Um, And also, I've been judging as well. I judged Canada Galaxy, and it was really nice for me to judge because I don't get too many judging opportunities here in the UK because I coach, and I feel that I, it's unethical for me to be a pageant coach and judge in a system that I'm coaching girls in. I feel that's completely wrong. And even if I was asked, I would say no, because you have a, you have a bias there. Even if your one opinion doesn't count, um, you know, like, in because that's why people have panels of judges, because, you know, it evens out, um, the different opinions, um, I still feel that I shouldn't be on the judging panel because I've helped these girls get to where they are. And, you know, what if they don't do what they were doing in training? Am I going to feel disappointed? Um, I never feel disappointed with my girls because you ha- try your best with everything and it has to be authentic. And, yeah, and this is why I also loved Canada Galaxy, even though I judged (laughs) 20 hours judging over different time spans i finished at five o'clock in the morning um that was a fun day Uh, (laughs) uh but cindy is so organized she's so organized the um the judging like setup was incredible Um, I absolutely love the system that they used, but also if you knew anyone in the division, any of the divisions, you weren't judging that division. So it takes out that because there's always gonna be someone who blames, (laughs) blames someone else, um, and saying, well, they knew this person takes that away completely. Um, and that's what I loved about it. And yeah, so got to experience that. We're back to -to face-to-face coaching, which is why my body is a mess. I need to remember that I have only had surgery not too long ago, but it was so great to be back in the studio. And if you are looking for more one-to-one coaching face-to-face, we are based in Swindon. We have a great place. It's so nice and wide. Full of space um, and the masterclass starts this week as well for interview. We've had three winners from the masterclass as well as lots of top three, top five placements. But that is not what I'm on the podcast for you today, just to advertise myself. Although right now as I'm talking, I'm currently working on something that will be available in October just in time for Christmas um, but I'm not going to tell you anymore. Um, but the reason I wanted to do this podcast, and I have recorded this podcast so many times, so many times, I've gone over it. I've, you know, I. It's very hard because with every opinion you have, and with my podcast, it's all my own opinions. It's my own experiences. It's what I've seen in the pageant industry. It's what I've witnessed in, you know, being in the pageant industry for over 11 years you see a lot of things um (laughs) you do see an experience you get to uh, be a trusted um voice for others you know people feel they can confide in you um and share their experiences you know share their worries but what I've also learned is no one you will always offend someone someone may take your message out of content someone may take it to heart some may yeah they may just no one is gonna like you not everyone's gonna like you um (laughs) someone is always gonna be offended someone is always going to not be pleased with what you've said um so in other words don't feel like you have to please everyone um if it means changing who you are um I've had to worry so much even what I'm doing right now there's always a worry that the person who said that I was literally copying them, I stole from them and all this stuff, you always have the fear of they're going to see this and going to accuse you exactly the same. Even though I've had people do exactly the same as what I do, um, gain more traction and, you know, it it is what it is. Like, you know, be proud of the stuff that you've produced. Um, But as I say this, Sp- spoken too much without actually speaking. The subject I'm going to talk today is the popular pageant queen. So, I really feel that with lockdown kind of heightened a lot of things, good and bad, and now we're getting back to pageant events, it's I'm seeing a lot of things still creep up and it becomes a lot more apparent. So, the popular pageant queen now. There are two types of popular pageant queens. There are the queens that know they are popular but don't use it to their advantage, or they use it to a good advantage. So, for example, helping someone out with their campaign, bringing more attention to it. Um, These queens are popular because they're nice people, they help out other people, you know, and not because they feel like they have to, because it's in their nature. They've got to their point in their pageantry career where others will see them as role models and not because they're trying to be a role model it's because they're already a role model with their actions they will talk to nearly everyone and it's not just a photo opportunity it's you know (laughs) it's very hard to explain they're just lovely for who they are they don't let being a like a well-known name in the powder industry get to their head And then you have the air quotes. If you saw me, I'd be doing the hands right now. I am doing it right now, um, as well as my laptop. (laughs) You have the queens that try to be a popular queen. They may be a popular queen because they have a crown on their head. And a crown and a sash, and I hate to say it, it does bring a level of popularity. You're in the public eye, like the pageant public eye, you are at events, people are gonna notice a crown and sash. Like they'll be blind if not. Um but you know you these ones will align themselves with people who they also feel are popular or will get them to that popular. If they don't have a crown and sash, they kind of yeah, they want to join in and this is for me. So going off track but still on the track when I um I've known people who have said that when they have a sash and crown everyone wants to see them but when they are you know sashless or crownless when they are back to finalist status or um you know just a a hashtag has queen they don't get as much attention as they were when they had a crown of sash. So people aren't interested getting photos of them anymore. People aren't interested to talk to them. Um and that in a way kind of explains it all. Cause a lot of people, a lot of finalists will see like people who don't really know what you did when you were finalist, like is it cause they're new in the pageant industry. You know, all those people that you were hanging around with when you had a crown of sash suddenly don't want to hang around with you um you know because they have nothing else to gain from you and that's a sad reality for some when I was a queen I mean I'm still a queen (laughs) we're always all still queens um I mean I, I technically do have the lifetime um title from why am I um so I'll forever be a queen um but yeah, currently right now I am like Sasha's crownless. People still want to talk to me. People still want to, um, you know, get pictures or talk to me. I don't get like when I went to the UK's National Miss Finals, like, um, like the pageant weekend of before, I got photos of some, but for me more, it was the conversations I was having with people. Um, catching up with people, just loving that experience. I didn't feel the need to have to just, you know, skip to the next um skip to next pageant queen, skip to next pageant queen and try and get as many photos as I can because I was enjoying the conversations I was having. There seems to be, and we always say that there's not, but there is a pageant hierarchy where crown and sashes will always come first in certain systems. A lot of people will put certain systems ahead of others and they will more likely, I mean, I've had it, in my coaching career or people will choose someone just because of the title they've won because they feel that that is a bigger um accolade if I don't even know I said that word right (laughs) than you know my international title their national title is bigger than my international title which if you looked at it from outside looking in it doesn't make any sense does it um but it's happened that has happened and for me, there's nothing I can do to control that. That's people's opinions. Their opinions are valid. Um, and especially if coaching, you want to coach with who you want to coach. Um, like, that's a personal choice. Um, but people will value a queen based on just their crown and sash and not based on their actions. Because you can win a title. That is placed very highly on people's minds. And you can do absolutely nothing with it. Absolutely nothing. But you're always going to have that title. You worked for it. You won. You didn't do anything with it. But you can always claim that you have that title. And put it on your list of achievements. And people will respect that. Because I said, you know, winning a pageant can be very hard. It's not an easy treat you know, when people are like, oh, you know, just walked into it, there are lots of things to consider, um, but, you know, I, my mind is a useless, uh, sponge of, uh, pageant knowledge anyways, um, so I remember a lot of different queens, if they did anything, if they're not, their platforms, like, but you'll find that some queens will have to work harder to gain the same respect, um, and this is where that fight to be a popular pageant queen, we'll go back to this message, that fight to be a popular pageant queen is always in their mind of, okay, so I need to be friends with this person. Because if I'm friends with this person, they're going to introduce me to this person and that's going to get me known to the judges. Um, and then it's the queens. So... You'll find that when you're a queen, all the finalists will want to be joining in your campaigns and donating. And as a finalist, obviously it's great to join in the queen's campaigns. But what I want to say is you're not going to gain any extra points just because you've decided to donate to the current queen's systems like charity. Or, you know, travelled, like to another country to help support like the judges will notice your you know will see like how dedicated you are and when you talk about your appearances and what you've done um but you're not going to gain extra points just because you know you like all of the director's posts or you like all the queen's posts you always comment on their stuff um that's not going to gain you extra points um being friends with certain people to help you this hierarchy it's not going to get you extra points at all um and also people do notice as well um i've had it a lot where you're constantly posting about someone posting about a system and then as soon as you don't win you cut that like all those people like straight off and go on to the next system and go on to the next set queens and you know pageantry yes it's about winning the crown and representing that and you know using the crown to its full advantage but it's also about the journey and the experience it's about um those lasting friendships i'm very lucky that i am still friends with the people i competed 11 years ago you know, my sister queen from two thousand and eleven, uh, for Miss Wiltshire, um, you know, I'm still in contact with her, um, even though she that was the only pageant she competed in. Um and of course some of the Wiltshire girls, you know, I'm still in contact with them years after, and of course, like I do have my besties in there. But also there are people who have been in Wiltshire who have come and gone. Um, you know, decided that they don't want to compete in pageants. Or, you know, have gone to different um, different pageants. Different paths of pageantry. That's absolutely fine. That's what happens. Not everyone is going to stay your friend forever. But if you make those lasting friendships because you wanted to be friends with them. Not because you wanted something from them. Um. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> trying to trying to put it in words where um, I don't know. said this subject is quite sore for me because, as I said, I've had I've had people who have been my friends who have used me for my status within pageantry, and then as soon as something better comes along, um, you're dropped just like that. It happens. It happens all the time um but you know there'll be a time when you hand over your crown and sash and you look back and you're like who is actually still my friend who can I rely on because there will be people on pageantry you're confined in because you feel that you feel that they are your friends they are your network and then they share screenshots of you or you know they will take what you've said and, you know, use that, you know, use your insecurities against you or just literally disregard you without a second thought. It happens in pageantry all the time. I myself have said have, have had that before. Others have. I've seen so many posts of people upset with these friends because you have to, you can't forget. Of, it's really hard to say. it. I said this is why I've struggled so hard with this um you know being popular in pageantry should not mean sacrificing and hurting other people's feelings you know it's not a mean girls where you need to get to the top we are all one big family but there are going to be dysfunctional parts in the family coming from someone who has a dysfunctional family um like that's going to happen not everyone's going to like each other not everyone's going to get on. People are going to fall out who used to like each other. Will they make up? Maybe. Sometimes they don't. You shouldn't be expected to make up with everyone. You know, you shouldn't be expected to be friends with everyone. It's as simple as that. Um, But, you know, don't forget the people who got you to that point. Don't feel that just because you are now a popular pageant queen that everything... You know that you are, you know, the queen bee. Now <laughs> that there should be, you know, there are people. Um, I'm, I'm struggling with how to say this now to say anything. There are people that will say that when you win the crown, sash, sometimes people change. Sometimes people change for the better, and sometimes people don't. Um. Sometimes you can, as I said, you can get caught up in these games. You can get caught up in the moment, and. I want to tell everyone now that when you first start pageantry and you think of, like, who do I need to um, be friends with? Like, it's not that at all. It's not... It's not a case if it's not what you know, it's who you know. Um, But there are cases where that's true when it comes to campaigns and stuff. Like, you get stressed that you've started a campaign and, you know, a few people joined in, but not many. Um, And then... A queen of a crown has started a similar campaign and got even more. Like, that's not reflection on you at all. You shouldn't feel like you have to change yourself to be a popular pageant queen. There should be no such thing as a popular pageant queen at all. I hate the terminology of it. I hate the ideal of it because no matter how big you get in pageantry you must always remember that you started exactly the same way as someone else. You started as a finalist. You were on that level and I feel it like that when I went back to being a finalist status I didn't feel any different. Like I don't think anyone treated me very differently because I mean I don't know <laughs> they might have <laughs> um but I know it does happen, I know it does happen to some people, I know that, um, some people who are, you know, always helping others, um, and then when it gets to their turn, the, the feeling is not, it's not, res- the favour is not responded, you know, it's, um, oh, I Just noticed. Some spelling mistakes on these, sorry, um the favor is not returned um yeah it's it's a difficult thing to say, so I never want to feel like the I never want to feel like anything's attacking, but as I said, I've seen it a lot recently of people who kind of forget who helped them when they were not a popular pageant queen i have people who really work themselves up that they're not in that category you know that i have finalists whenever i say to someone i'm asking like hey queenies can we like um i need this or need that for sparkles and they're like oh i'm just a finalist and it's like no <laughs> you're not just a finalist you're a big part of pageantry Everyone has been a finalist before. Everyone starts at that level. You know, there are queens who have been international queens that then go back to being a finalist for a different system. You know, all the fact is when they go to internationals, they are still a finalist, they're international finalists, but, you know, they're not the overall winner. And that's what we need to realise some of these things, that um, don't try and change yourself to be a popular pageant queen. Do the stuff that you do because you want to do it. Don't feel like you have to go to every single event and get pictures of everyone. These pictures mean nothing sometimes. Think of the conversations you have. Think of what you've learned, what friendships you've gained, um, what stuff you've done. Honestly, I want more people when they come into pageants to feel like they are. Like everyone's popular, like everyone knows you. Um... You know, it's not, it's not competition between girls. It's not competition of who has the most likes, of who has the most views on videos. You know, we should support each other. So, the message is really mixed of how I've tried to get this across. And, you know, as I said, I've re-recorded so many times because, like, I don't want (laughs) to, I don't want to come across as moaning um or bitter because it's further from the truth. I love pageantry so much. It's a massive part of my life. I always say that pageantry saved me. Um I I love, and this is why I started Sparkles and Rhinestones, not just to be an advice place where people could get advice, but um to learn more about the different um pageant girls that are in the UK and we've always said that we will interview um, different systems, whether it's just, it's not just, whether it's a, page- a, a charity pageant system, a non-contracted system. Like, there's no, it's not, oh, my pageant isn't popular enough, so I feel like I can't share my story. No, that's not, that's further from the truth. And I'm so glad now that see, when I started this, we, four years ago, it was just a blog, so it was a Facebook and a blog, and I'd share advice p- posts and I would interview queens through the blog system. So we'd have written interviews. And then of course, 2019 we branched out. We branched out into uh, online video interviews. And once again, different systems, different queens, queens, finalists, mums, pageant vendors, like different, like just showcasing the positivity of impageantry and I'm, i I want that back. I want that positivity back. I don't want a hierarchy. I don't want people getting into this narrative of trying to be popular. And this is where I do it so many times in the post as I said, you can go to as many events as you want, that's absolutely fine. But you don't have to. You can donate to all these different charities, but don't feel like you have to um break the bank to to you know join in all these raffles. Um don't feel like you have to do it for your own system, like you have to, um, so if your system has merchandise, or if your system has sponsors, um, don't feel like you have to do, um, have to use all of those, and I will use a prime example of, I am the official sponsor, official coach for, um, for um however i know that um i have my own clients they um train with um they train with harriet um there are other coaches who are coaching different girls in the yemi system and i'm not going to say to all those yemi girls you're not going to win if you don't train with me because that's absolutely stupid um <laughs> like for me i can't travel to scotland or to north wales all the time the logistics It's just not there. Yes, there's virtual, but I would say to someone, I would rather you go um, to this coaching day or to do this in your area because you will benefit more than a virtual. Um, You know, I don't expect you to travel so far just for that, just because I'm a sponsor. Of course, it will be in the contracts of when they do win, yummy, that they will only be allowed to train with me. And that is not because I am forcing them to just coach with me, that's because I'll be giving free coaching, so it would be very offensive if I was giving out a free service, and then they then paid someone else to do it, and still took my free coaching, because there are people (laughs) who do take the coaching, but will not say anything, and will credit someone else, Um, it happens, we do a bit, like, but I don't want anyone to feel like they have to just because I am that trainer. And you shouldn't feel like you have to use a certain service um, at all. You don't feel like you have to because at the end of the day, like, for example, if you are no one's going to know who you're trained by on stage. Um, I mean, I can tell sometimes of who's trained by who by their walks um, and how they um, present themselves on social media. And that's just also because I'm nosy. I see loads of things on social media. (laughs) So I seize it all. Um, But the judges aren't going to know that unless they've seen your social media beforehand. The judges aren't going to know where your dress is from. They're not going to know if it's from the sponsor. They're not going to know that. Earrings. They're not going to know that. Um, Although, as I said, anyone's going to know my earring collection because it is all from Earring Envy, and they're all looking at me right now, just waiting to be worn. (laughs) Um, But as I say, you don't have to feel. You don't feel like you have to use that popular brand. You don't feel like you have to only talk to certain queens. You know, from certain systems. Please don't fall into that narrative of, you know, having to be a popular queen because you will be a queen. And I have this so many times when people don't realize the effect that they have on others. um, And this is in a good way. They don't realize the impact they've made. So when, you know, when they may win or not win um, and they're like, you know, I didn't realize just how many people were following my journey, like on the live streams. I didn't realise how many people were there watching and, um, you know, supporting me. I didn't realise this. Like, you don't know the impact you're making, so please don't feel like you have to go into that narrative. And I hope that this episode has made sense. (laughs) Um, Because it's all over the place at the moment. Um, (laughs) But I just, it breaks my heart when people say, you know, that, they don't get the support that they could because you need to stop comparing yourself to other people. You need to stop this narrative that some pageants are better than others, um, you know, just because of status. We're all we're all the same, you know, it's what you do with your title. Um if you want to have as many friends as you want in pageantry, that's great. As I said, my Facebook is full of pageant girls. Um, I have girls who I will talk to a bit more intimately and, you know, share them. As I said, I'm open and transparent, but there would be some people who I tell, like, the full story. um, And there would be others that get little snippets, you know. As I said, it's who you trust. It's the information you want to put out there. But please, as I said, don't... You will be a well liked queen by being yourself. You will be... You know, no one, like, you're not forcing yourself to be someone you're not. And the takeaways from this is to not join into every single campaign. You don't need to. Do what works with you and works for your pageant brand. And when I say pageant brand, obviously you, you yourself, you are a person. What works for you. Um. Also, don't feel like when it comes to pageant gossip, there's always going to be pageant gossip. Everyone is going to get talked about. Sadly, it's true. And sometimes you'll, you'll be talked about in a really good way. You know, people will be discussing, i like, oh my God, absolutely loved her dress, loved her campaign. Um, but there will always be pageant gossip. Always rise above it. Always. It happens. We are an industry full of women. Um, even though I find men gossip more, but let's not tell them that. Um, and that's coming from someone who, you know, <laughs> was the only female in a male environment, uh, for a few years of her work career. Um, but yeah, it's trying to not like, get trying to for it to not get to you. I can't get my words out now. It's a Monday morning, why am I gibbering? Um try not to let it get to you, try to rise above it. As I said, a popular a popular queen should be a popular queen for the right reasons. Remember that crowns and sashes come and go but it's the lasting legacy that you leave you know were you kind or did you just snap and go you know I have so many people tag me in things I love reading about it but sometimes these people have never liked uh, a sparkles and snow status have never joined in a campaign you know if the campaign speaks to me I will join in but I want to help the people who have helped me I want to you know bring their campaigns you know into light and to help that um so yes try not to get into the narrative that there is like this pageant is better than this pageant that is not the case at all a pageant is um I'm doing this really quickly because I've got to pick up the diva from school in a minute. (laughs) A pageant has different different goals for some people. What works for one for a pageant um, doesn't work for another. So when we say this pageant is the better pageant, actually we have to look at the individuals and does this pageant suit them? And, you know, we're all going to be biased to our systems. We always want them to compete in that, but it might not work for them what works for one doesn't work for another so when it comes to this pageant hierarchy of i need to listen to this queen because you know they've won this so they are clearly better than this girl that is not the case as i said different experiences um different things all together so if you can take anything from this massive ramble is don't change yourself to try and be popular it doesn't work at school and it won't work now um you know do pageantry your own way. Use suppliers that work for you. Let's close that know. Use suppliers that work for you. Use um, things that work. Travel to places that you want to travel to. Don't feel like you have to just because it's your pageant's day. If <laughs> you can't make it, you can't make it. They're not going to mark you down. The whole thing of, you know, you have to be nice to some people because they could be a judge. You should be nice to them regardless, but if that person's being nasty to you, you shouldn't feel like you have to be nice to them. Don't be afraid of the block button. Don't be afraid of the remove. Honestly, pageants can be so subjective and so draining sometimes on your mental health (laughs) that you just need to do what's right for you. So don't go into the pageant narrative of, I need to like this person, I need to talk to this person. That is not the case at all and you'll find that when you leave pageantry even though you're always a part of pageantry you'll have that group of friends that you made in pageants that you will go on nights out go on holidays go and visit um in their like in their houses and have sleepovers and you know when they have kids (laughs) you'll be meeting up with their kids like um honestly you will have that and that will be the most important thing in pageants it won't be oh my goodness, I have 2,000 friends, <laughs> it's, I met a group of people who I can travel up and down the country, I have it, I have people in you know, America and Australia that I could go and visit and I would be welcomed with open arms because I made them genuine connections, so not everyone will gel with you, don't try and force something that doesn't need to be there, don't buy into the narrative. Remember where you come from, like where, who you're be, who has been your support network, who has supported you regardless. Don't try and shut them down just because someone else has come along that's better. Don't be afraid to cut people out, as I said before, but just enjoy your pageant journey. All this, all these advice pages, all these coaches, and as I said, this is myself included, I'm a coach, I do lots of advice, it's all subjective to you. You might not like what I say. You don't have to follow it. My word is not gospel. It's gospel for me because it's my experience. It's what I've lived for. It's what I've seen. However, you might not take it that way. And that is absolutely fine. Okay. So (laughs) I hope I've kind of got the point across that you don't have to be a popular pageant queen to be a popular pageant queen, like, to make that impact, you know, focus on yourself, focus on your platform, focus on what you bring to the table. You know, you have such a better fun time in pageants if you do, but I don't want to be late for the pickup for school, (laughs) and I have to take the trash out, uh, and that is, I actually literally have to, not, (laughs) not subjectively, but thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I do have lots of different podcasts coming up on the list. I will start them. I have the next two weeks. I'm doing coaching. Lots of coaching. But there are no events in my calendar, sadly, due to ticket restrictions. I would have loved to have been at Miss Wales. Um, but sadly, with yeah, with ticket restrictions, it was not possible. Um, but I'll be watching all the pageants on live stream. Getting back into that pageantry, pageantry mood. And if you are at miss pageant queen or the peer awards because it's both combined i will see you there but if you have any questions at all about pageantry about your next steps about coaching about any little thing remember no question is too stupid when it comes to pageantry because some things in pageantry don't make sense to someone who's never competed (laughs) like it is confusion sometimes um but yes thank you so much for listening Look out for all the amazing things that we have coming. Um, but for now, thank you so much.